Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky. And in these Quick Hits podcasts, we deal with issues that surround national security, public safety, and largely terrorism, but not exclusively terrorism. This recording is being made on March the 10th, 2020. And if you've been following the news at all, or even if you haven't, it's pretty hard to not read or hear or browse about everything COVID-19. The coronavirus that is spreading around the world caused a lot of panic. It is having tremendous impact on stock markets. It is having an impact on travel. It's having an impact on all kinds of things. I just heard this morning that the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Dublin, which is a worldwide event attracting upwards of a million people, incredibly important for the Irish economy, has been cancelled. There's talk about canceling sporting events around the world so that, you know, NHL teams or Major League Baseball teams or basketball games may in fact go on, but with no one in the audience. So a lot of governments at the federal level, provincial level, and even municipal here in Canada are struggling to deal with what should we do and how seriously should we take the disease. Now, this is a podcast on national security. It's not a podcast on infectious diseases, and I'm certainly not an expert in that regard. But I do want to draw a parallel between what's being done on that front and what's being done or has been done historically on the terrorism front. So here's a, an article from today's Ottawa Citizen that talks about a local school board which has decided to cancel spring trips to Europe. And here's what the Ottawa Catholic School Board had to say. The risk of exposing our school, staff, and school community the coronavirus is simply too high. The situation around the world is complex and rapidly changing. With the ongoing outbreak and corresponding travel advisories, we have made the difficult but necessary decision to cancel all European trips from March and April. Of course, you've heard about the quarantine. All of Italy is under quarantine. Situation in China, South Korea, Iran, etc., etc., etc. I want to compare this decision by the school board here in Ottawa to cancel trips to, to Europe with a very similar thing that happened way back in 2015. So you've heard me talk a lot about the attacks in Paris in November of that year at the Stade France Bataclan Theatre, which were looking at attacks carried out by ISIS wannabes, or in, in this case, ISIS returnees. And of course, that was a catastrophic act of terrorism, killed um, well over 100 people. What I found fascinating in the wake of that attack was a decision by a school board out in Western Canada. It was in Alberta, and I don't remember if it was Edmonton or Calgary, to cancel a school trip to France in the wake of the attack. At the time, I remember commenting that this was not a, a really good decision. It wasn't a well thought out decision because if there's any place on the planet that was safer than Paris, France in the days following the attacks in November of 2015, I don't know what it was. There are a gazillion police in the streets. The French authorities wanted to give the opinion that everything was normal and they wanted certainly to prevent any further attacks from taking place. So if you're gonna go travel anywhere in November 2015, France was the place to go. And I think this speaks to our general inability to understand risk, to measure risk, and to take appropriate measures when it comes to risk. It is not necessary for the school board necessarily to cancel this trip. We know a lot about the coronavirus. It, it does affect a lot of people, 80% uh, of whom will not get very sick. Those who do get very sick, a very small percentage will actually die. We do know that the largest fatality rates are amongst older people and those people with compromised immunities. So while I understand why people are nervous about the coronavirus, we've seen the binge buying like toilet paper and dried goods and things like that in stores across Canada and around the world, I'm not so sure this is a reflection of the actual problem of the virus. Now look, I'm not advising that people don't do anything. I'm not advising people to ignore this like Donald Trump seems to suggest. This is a serious illness. 
and I am the last person whose advice you should take on what to do about the coronavirus, I humbly submit that if, you, if you're a Canadian and you do want to find out the latest news on coronavirus, where it is, what's happening, what to do about it, you go to the Public Health Agency of Canada, the PHAC. And I will note that it was an excellent editorial that occurred in this weekend's Ottawa Citizen, which is actually referenced in the Washington Post article entitled Canada Get, Gets It Right in terms of how we have planned our response to coronavirus, what we're doing about it, and what measures we're putting into place. But to bring back this conversation to terrorism, because, yeah, this is a podcast on terrorism, right? It's not a, a podcast on the coronavirus for infectious diseases. I really do think that as a, as a population, as a world population, terrorism is a reality. It has been happening with varying states of frequency for a very long period of time. It didn't get invented on 9-11. And there's no question to me that if you were planning trips to certain parts of the world, you might want to th you'd think twice before going to, let's say, oh, I don't know, southern Afghanistan, rural parts of Somalia, northeastern Nigeria, Libya, Syria, Iraq, and there are a few other countries like that. But to stop all travel because you're fearful of terrorism is simply disproportionate. The fact remains is that on any given day, in any given country, the aforementioned countries notwithstanding, the chances of you falling victim to an act of terrorism are infinitesimally small. It's not even a rounding error from a statistical perspective. And I guess the bottom line of what I'm trying to get across here is that you have to live your life. You have to keep doing things. You can't, well, you can. You can become a hermit and you can build a shelter under, under, you know, under your basement or uh, barricade yourself in your home and stock up on all the necessities and, and wait this thing out. But you're not going to wait out terrorism. Terrorism is not going away. The coronavirus will go away eventually. We'll figure out how to do it. A lot of scientists around the world are developing vaccines to deal with it. So at some point, coronavirus will become less of a threat than it is as of, you know, middle of March 2020. But terrorism as a threat is never going away. This war on terrorism, as I've gone on to you folks listening to me ad nauseum, is a really dumb way of framing this. So terrorism as a phenomenon is, is a permanent part of the human condition. It's not going to disappear. But at the same time, as I already noted, at any given time, for any given place, the chances of you falling victim to, or seeing an act of terrorism or, God forbid, uh, becoming a victim, wounded or dead in an act of terrorism are so small as to be inconsequential and you can relatively, in fact, not relatively, you can actually ignore them. You don't have to change your travel plans because of terrorism. And it worries me that people don't understand this. It worries me that we have accorded so much importance to terrorism as a phenomenon that fear begins to take over. And that we make decisions that we wouldn't normally make because we're afraid, because we're panicking. And I want to I cite a, a doctor who was interviewed this morning on The Current. The Current is a CBC Radio 1 program that airs Monday to Friday and hosted by Matt Galloway. And this was a doctor from, from Toronto named Abdu Sharkawi. And who talked about, he's an infectious disease expert. This is why they had him on the show. Talk about corona, not talk about terrorism. And his bottom line was, look, this is a serious disease. But as I said earlier, most people who get it are not seriously affected and very few people die. And his bottom line was, and he's been somewhat criticized for this. His bottom line was, you got to live your life. You can't allow yourself to be held hostage by this virus. He says, of course, take precautions. Wash your hands, avoid certain contact. If you if you have a suppressed immune system, you might want to you know stay back kind of thing, but the vast majority of us are okay to live our lives in the face of the coronavirus. And I would add the same adage, the same advice 
just live your life, it applies to terrorism. I know I certainly don't look at my travel schedule and say, hmm, is there a possibility of, an, of a terrorist attack in, I don't know, Jersey? I'm going to Jersey, the Channel Islands in May, and I'm not going to avoid the, the Channel Islands because there's a one in a bazillion chance of a terrorist attack on that particular part of the world. I'm also going to London, England. I'm going to Wales. I'm going to the Lake District. And yes, the UK has had more terrorist attacks in recent past than Canada has, for example. But again, any given day, the chances of me seeing a terrorist attack in London are as close to nil as is possible without getting to actual zero. That's my advice to you. My advice to you is that if you want to learn about the coronavirus and you're a Canadian, go to the public health agency. Don't get your advice off Twitter. Don't get your advice off Facebook or Instagram. And certainly don't get your advice on the coronavirus from, from a guy that used to work terrorism like me. But if you want to think about terrorism in, 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 a, in a rational way to consider the threat, I think you have to acknowledge that it is a very, very rare beast. And you should live your life the way you want without worrying about terrorism. We have to raise our awareness about this and we have to put this in perspective. Anyhow, that's what I think. I'd be curious to see if you agree or disagree with me. You can leave feedback for me on my website, www.borealisthreatenrisk.com. You can email me, borealisrisk at gmail.com. Leave messages for me on Twitter or on Facebook. You can also subscribe to all the content that I produce. Podcasts like The Quick Hits, Longer Podcasts, Intelligent Look at Terrorism, the Today in Terrorism series, Perspectives, all the materials available on my website. Simply go there, hit the subscribe button, fill your information, and you'll receive all this information and content free of charge to Reinbox. Love to hear from you. Love to get your feedback, as well as other ideas you might want me to explore in future podcasts. So I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.